Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession, for it's an obsession that never passed, so we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hello everybody, welcome to Friends from A to Z. Welcome. Where we discuss friends in such detail, it's encyclopedic, encyclopedic in its knowledge. <laughs> like an encyclopedia is A to Z, this podcast is A to Z. Thank you for the explanation. And also because you're Adele, I'm Zoe, yeah, A to Z. That's my preferred interpretation of A to yeah. Z. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about crushes. Yeah, one specific. The Rachel's one. one. Rachel's crush. Ooh. I know. There's, it's a, I mean, yeah, we'll see what we think of the overall episode, but there's some good, this is a good trivia one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Fact fans. Fat fans. Fact fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special, special shout out to our fat fans. <laughs> and fact fans. Literally, yeah. I suppose, um. They are. They make a lot of food in this one. If you're a fat, if you're a fat fat, <laughs> there's pancakes and biscuits and all sorts of breakfast things that Chandler makes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we shall first of all start with the epidemic, which is the episode in the form of a limerick, because we know there is a crush, but we don't know what else is going on in this episode. Please, Adele, will you tell us? Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought that was going to be a slightly longer sentence. Right, okay. Are you still thinking about pancakes? <laughs> still thinking about fat fans. Okay, here we go. Rachel's new client has love in the air. Monica gives her new home some due care. Kathy's play sparks paranoia and makes Chandler's distrust annoy her. Oh, God. Until what he'd imagined is what's really there. Oh, wow. My God, annoy her and paranoia. Wowzers, that's so good. And it does spark paranoia. It's completely mm. right. Adele, that is so clever. The play does spark paranoia in him and it really annoys her. Until he kind of drives her to the point of... It's like, fine. She's like, if you think that's what's happening... That's what's going to happen. If you can imagine it, it will happen. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. So good. And you've got all the storylines there. You've got the Rachel one. You've got Monica giving her new home. The new home she didn't want, but she's going to sparkle it up. Uh, and yeah, but you've got the main thing there, which is all the Kathy and the Chandler and the paranoia and annoys her. <laughs> very, very good. Thank you very much. Strong one. Episode 13, this is. Not unlucky. For an epidemic. Unlucky for Kathy. Yeah. The one with Rachel's crush. Okay, so what goes on in this episode in a little bit more detail. Uh, IMDB sums it up thus. After seeing Kathy's play, Chandler becomes convinced she is cheating on him with her co-star. Rachel develops a crush on one of her customers. Monica becomes jealous when she realises she is no longer the hostess. Oh, I'm always the hostess. I'm always the hostess. Um, Netflix. Chandler has a hard time with Kathy's new role in a play in which she pretends to have sex with a handsome man. <laughs> oh. Rachel is att attracted to a customer. Is that it? Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all right. Fine. Good. Yes. Yeah, we never actually see the handsome man, do we? We see his pants. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they're very Chandler-like pants, actually. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it's just from Chandler's wardrobe. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, so this is episode 13. Um, what do you think of this? So the general public yeah. at large, yeah. as interpreted from their IMDb scores, quite low down. Right. So it's 19th. It scores 8.2. Yeah. And I'm very better, similar. Yeah. I'm 17. Are you? Yeah, I'm quite low down. I'm 15, so I'm a little bit higher. Mm. Why is it not hitting the mark for you? I like, I quite like bits of the Chandler Cathy um, situation. Interesting. Uh, I, I don't mind that. Um, I'm sort of happy that that gets wound up here. The oh. whole Chandler Cathy thing. Kind of done with that. Uh, so we'll talk about that a bit oh. maybe. Um, the Monica apartment thing. Yeah. I feel it's just like a bit of a means to an end. Like they just needed to get that apartment transformed oh. a bit. <laughs> so they thought of the, like to oh, do I it. Oh, I see. And the Rachel thing will come to, but I'm going to just, say now i freaking hate joshua <gasps> i despise joshua Do you? yeah he's just preppy and i can't see a single redeeming feature that would attract <laughs> rachel to him which we'll come back to and that and so and so that just kind of taints a lot of these episodes taints. for me <laughs> hey it taints donovan <laughs> it uh, yeah so i just find i don't know it just doesn't hang together for me that we well. do struggle with their other halves a bit don't we who did we really not like recently pete kate, pete, Becca. kate. pete kate tate <laughs> that's a, a theme <laughs> single syllable hard yeah consonant yeah, names yeah. We don't like. Who else didn't we like? There was someone else. Oh well, we didn't like Julio, but you're not supposed to like Julio. No. Um, we like Kathy. She was all right. Yes. Um, we, we like Richard. Oh yeah, we obviously we love Richard. Yeah, and and so this is the crux of this, and and it comes out a little bit in this episode, but I think it comes out more as the episodes go on. More and more, I'm thinking Joshua isn't actually meant to be. We're not actually meant to think Rachel. Is that attracted to him? Really? I think more and more, it's just Rachel's crazy, I've got to get over Rock. Like, she's kind of psychologically looking f to move on. And so he turns up, he's half handsome. But he just doesn't have any, he's not funny, he's not charming, he's not, you know, I don't know. He, for me, he's like total rebound. And I think that's why yeah. she goes all the way and we end up, of course, in the one with the wedding dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's actually not that bothered when he... when he. No, that you know. ought to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Isn't it? It, it, it's something, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't... I'm going to feel this way about Tag as well a little bit later yeah. on. She is so... I think it's quite funny, her... Josh, Joshua joshua like and they refer to him as josh like joshua like i think that's quite funny but that's interesting isn't it because even that excludes him as a as a human yeah he is very She's like, blah. i call him joshua you know it doesn't matter it's the idea mm. of a joshua mm. That she's and the and the idea of immediately f meeting someone and he thinks i want rachel to be my wife i think it's all of that stuff that's like the fantasy of that and she's ju he's the embodiment of it, but she's projecting it onto him, I think. So, I mean, I'm torn. I'm like, and you'll tell us more about this, but there's obviously a whole history between Jennifer Aniston and Tate Donovan. I'm like, are we meant to believe that he's really this crazy, handsome guy that you kind of fall madly in love with on first meeting? Or is this actually, it's meant to be that he's got none of those redeeming features because it's all Rachel's psychology. Because that is what pushes Ross 
to be open to meeting Emily, mm. and it and it creates this this accelerate like a um, like an arms race yeah. <laughs> between yeah, Rachel yeah, and yeah, Ross yeah, yeah. right yeah. through to the Emily yeah. proposal. Yeah, so that's true. I'm, I can't quite figure it out, but what I can tell you is I don't like him and his character, and I don't really like the Rachel that shows up. Oh, goodness. I know. I Why didn't it? realize you were so mm. strongly What are, what are the pros of Josh? What what are we what are we supposed to like about him? I think he's meant to be we're meant to feel some empathy for him because he's recently divorced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's in a I also don't like this idea of these like vengeful divorced women who chop up all your suits and uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. cliche. Yeah, but anyway, a suit and a skirt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that I think we're meant to really endear. He's meant to be endeared to us with him going, oh, not not so much fun dry cleaning my suit wearing the skirt. Yeah, um, wearing the skirt. <laughs> what he says it. Yeah, he's he's. There's some subtext that he's very wealthy because he's investing in the nightclub. Yeah, which we'll find out next episode. And we don't know exactly what he does for a living, but he needs suits for work, and he can afford to have a personal shopper at Bloomingdale's. Personal shopper at Bloomingdale's must cost some dollar and even you think have you ever done personal shopping no no me neither but i one of the reasons i haven't (laughs) is because i'm always worried because i'm not very good with clothes it would be quite useful but i'm always worried that you have to buy all the stuff oh yeah i think you do have to buy all the stuff i think in what he's doing here that would be in the thousands of dollars yeah 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 yeah. he's like yeah i'll just throw this suit on this suit on yeah 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 yeah, be a lot i guess it makes sense though for a man like him maybe he doesn't know what to wear you know he's he's very busy guy he's successful so he's just like okay well just dress me just like you know get some nice stuff for me so i think it makes sense that someone like him would go and do it yeah but i think that the sort of if exposition is the right word that the picture you build of him Mm. is that he's obviously some kind of wealthy professional he's supposed to be suave and he yeah (laughs) yeah that's exactly right what what do you what do you think of him then um I think your analysis of it is clever because I don't, I always do feel a bit, oh, we're at the Joshua arc. Like in watching these episodes, we're a bit like, oh, here comes Joshua. Ugh. Like, I do feel a bit Ugh, like that. And I hadn't thought about it as deeply enough to work out why. But yeah, he's not really, I mean, he is very he's a bit sort of awkward isn't he it's what what that's why what are the pros of him why is she supposed to fall for him so hard because he's not sexy i don't no, think and he's, he's not funny or super clever or no. and he also plays it so innocent like there's a bit where he's got his arm around her like oh this is the end of the road for us like very brotherly you know like he's not yeah attractive in that way he's blandy mcbland face yeah yeah he's just dull i don't know if it's with our 2020 vision if he's not attractive now as he should have been i do think he's a little bit um like i think i use i use the word preppy mm. because i think he's he's a bit 90s preppy yeah mm-hmm. um and you know there is he's got and we, the aesthetics of him is a bit harsh to go into but but the way they've styled him mm. you know he's got this kind of slick back longish mm. hair he looks like a kind of Wall Street yeah. type yeah. but not he's, but he's not as bullshy he's not as kind no. of cocky as that is Mm-mm. he so he's probably in. I mean, today he'd be running some sort of. He'd have done a startup tech company or something like. Not yeah, like, but not then like he'd pink, be in trainers like, in a 
his t-shirt true. <laughs> true 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 and he's and he's in suits isn't he yeah you're right yeah so he's doing he's doing yeah. something maybe a bit lawyery but then he hasn't got the confidence but so here's so here's the thing he comes across a bit kind of sort of a bit out of place doesn't he a bit mm-hmm. kind of nervous and maybe that's because so then the history of it so he only recently said this the actor that he so he was jennifer aniston's boyfriend yes and they've been going out for like two or three years so they're a pretty firm couple and then somehow it happened that he was offered the job and then they broke up so he was offered she was she kind of got in the job was like come and do it and so he got offered it but before he filmed it they broke up yeah so he was like well i can't do this and she was like i think it might be quite good i think it might be quite therapeutic for us i'm happy for you to still do it so he's like i would go there and i would film it and i would cry in my dressing room because it was so hard to be around her when she just broken my heart so she made the decision to break off Mm. the relationship Mm. but then she also made the decision like you should still do this you know jennifer aniston says i don't want him to do it they're not going to do it are they no so she also was like well come on and still do the part that you were supposed to do i mean easily they could have replaced him right so there is something probably, you know, and that's a great career boost for him to have an arc on Friends. So, you know, that's quite nice of her. It's nice of her, but listening to you, I'm thinking, I mean, we're massively, I'm hugely over-interpreting the scant facts that I, I know. But that says to me, she was definitely had him in the friend zone by that point you know she's broken up with him yeah and she's like no it'll be fine come and be on the set all day we'll still do this and we'll have to kiss each other and all this stuff and he's like heartbroken in his dressing room and she's like i was done with you mate months ago it's just taken me a while to get to to actually break up with you so maybe it says something about do you know what's oh my god do you know what i've just thought what oh my god oh you know the whole chandler kathy thing which we'll come to in a minute um joey it starts because joey has this theory about chemistry Mm. and he has what is potentially the opposite of what's going on with jennifer aniston and and josh here because josh tate here because he says the chemistry's really highly charged when people are attracted to each other but there's nothing no funny business going on and we're saying these two don't like i was very highly charged (laughs) chemistry we're saying these two there's something not clicking we're not buying it and we're like is it because it's meant to be this layered thing about her projecting onto him or is it just the personal circumstances me I mean what I wouldn't want to do is suggest that they're not professionals or yeah, able yeah, to yeah. kind of you yeah, know, still act. act. So I think I'm still preferring the, it's a projection on the behalf of Rachel, which allows Ross to accelerate a relationship elsewhere with Emily. But I just wonder if there is something. Because he seems uncomfortable and he seems a bit nervous, doesn't he? And maybe that is because he's like, I just can't, I am nervous, you know, as a person. He's just not acting very well. And what slightly bothers me about Rachel, two things bother me about Rachel one is I, I actually find if she was my friend in this storyline I would actually find her quite annoying like how she's constantly oh it's just Joshua said something about oh god how annoying so that's quite annoying which I, but I, again I think it's because she's got obsessed with an idea not not the actual yeah. thing um, but also she's so I, had, I was going to ask you have we ever seen Rachel so flustered like so she has to practice sentences before she's talking to him. And, I, and it was reminding me of like um, when she meets Danny, the fogger. Mm. And I know that it's a bit silly. She's like playing all those silly games and stuff. But she's very confident. You know, she's like, she knows she's attractive. She knows that this guy right. is attracted to yeah. her. 
Whereas she's like all over the freaking place with this guy. So I don't know. I'm just like, I don't, I don't find it that authentic to Rachel. Do you think you see Rachel's truest character here? Oh, I see. Like, why would someone like her be so flustered by this Over blah guy? Like blah. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. That also doesn't really make sense, does it? But she's also got this slight sense of, I, sp- I spent an hour with him today and he still didn't ask me out. Like, she obviously, <laughs> like, just because you spend an hour with someone doesn't mean they're going to ask you out. You know, so she's... She, well, I, they always call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've never asked someone out before, yeah. So we're sa- actually, we're saying there are some there are some contradictions here. This is maybe why it doesn't quite gel. Mm. You've got a bit of personal stuff, mm. which, I, again, I'm going to discount, given they're both very yeah. professional actors. You've, I think you've got some sort of layered, s- sort of subtle symbolism for, for other reasons. And then you've also got, it doesn't all quite fit. He doesn't really have the charm and the attractiveness for her to be so flustered. Yeah. But then she also says things like, yeah, I was with him for an hour, he didn't ask me yeah. out, which suggests she's actually pretty confident yeah so it doesn't really make sense does it why Mm. i think for for someone like rachel to absolutely lose it over a guy it needs to be there needs to be something more compelling about it it. there you go (laughs) it is literally like who is the hottest a-list person in the world that's (laughs) that's the only one i'm gonna believe there you go that's totally right though isn't it the a-list most eligible bachelor in the whole world that was enough that only that was enough for and I, I was just wondering that when we're criticizing Joshua's character the way they've done him, is part of it because we're being asked to believe that one of the most beautiful women in the world, like how do they ever cast a person? Like Richard worked because it's Tom Selleck, he's so Magnum, he's so, you know, all of that mm. stuff is in your head already, isn't it? Mm. So did they, I don't know, did they need to pick a different male actor, like someone who was better? Was Tate Donovan well known? No. Oh, okay, so he's not even like a celebrity cameo. Uh, no. So he had done the voice of Tarzan, Disney's Tarzan. He is the voice of Disney's Tarzan. So <laughs> it's not that exciting. He was also in the show Damages. Have you ever seen the show Damages? No. Oh, it's so good. And he's really good in it. Oh. Which is why I'm like, he's weird here when he plays like a ruthless lawyer in Damages. And he is like, bam, bam, bam. Which again, maybe he's meant to underplay. Maybe he's meant to be a bit awkward and... Yeah. This is about Rachel's idea of him, not actually him. Yeah. And we wouldn't get that if there wasn't a gap between the what we can see, which is this awkward preppy guy, right. and Rachel's idea of this person she's now obsessed with. Literally within an hour, she's like, I want yeah. him to think I want her as my wife. Was it maybe as well trying to be like, she knows she needs to get over Ross, so she is making herself believe that this guy is more attractive than he actually is that's exactly it i think that's yeah. exactly what's happening i see yeah yeah because soon we know that she doesn't get over ross yeah totally that's what i mean yeah who yeah. has she ever been so over head over heels about in all the 10 years perhaps they just can't because they always just want it to be ross don't they they can't have rachel genuinely fall. she only ever has these little arcs i mean joshua probably is up there isn't it in like yeah. Who she's been Joshua, Tag. She does really Bruce like Willis. Tag. She does really like Tag. Bruce Willis, I I always think for her is a bit of a fling. I don't Tote. think she's ever intended. Yeah. Yeah. Um does she, yeah, she have a boyfriend in ten years? Does she actually have a boyfriend? No, not not really. Like, because she goes out with Ross and 
they don't go out again do they you know that's season two that's it's over season three yeah she spent seven single years just flitting yeah that's true but then I suppose it's just hard uh, to yeah. write something yeah, 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 of course, yeah, in yeah. that way. Yeah. Do you find this storyline funny? Are there bits of it that you like? Um, he says... Uh, I like when she's like, oh, this looks great. Oh, this looks really great. When she's on his arm. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she just starts like flitting her own hair and stuff. Because she's just like looking at herself <laughs> yeah. as a couple. Also, how does he not see this happening? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And again, credibility issues. Yeah. I, do, I like the bit where she's on the phone to Monica and it's not till the end we realise she's leaving a message. Monica's not there. She's like, I hit my job. I'm quitting yeah, my job. I'm quitting yeah, yeah. my job. Okay, call me when you get this message. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I just that's helped really an 83-year-old woman into a song. She didn't even buy it. <laughs> that is grim. Yeah. I yeah. have actually worked on an underwear changing room before for a summer. And I never, ever helped an 83-year-old woman into a song. But I suppose they're not paying. I wasn't personal shopping them, was I? And also, you leave underwear on when you're trying underwear Well, this on. is it. You leave it on. Or don't yeah. even really try it on. Like, just buy it. I'll buy that. It'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, there is a bit of a shift here, isn't there? Like you've kind of you see Mr. Walthamstow and you see Joshua in the fir- in the first scene together, Mr. and you're Waltham. like, Walthamstow is a region of London. Oh, is it? She's Emily Walthamstow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Waltham. No. Ah, I knew you were gonna do that. Um, yeah, you see these two together, and you're like, oh, here we are. We're in a new zone here. True. Yeah, because her her department basically gets dissolved overnight, doesn't it? And she yeah. gets reallocated yeah. to personal shopping. Yeah. But but we're yeah. in a zone of here comes Emily and Joshua's. Yes. Zone. Yeah, yeah. 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 All this happens. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Um, I really like the um, the scene where there's the discussion about the fact that Rachel's never asked a guy out. I do think that's really funny. Okay. When Phoebe's oh, like, yeah. I've done it a thousand, like thousands of times. You were scared a thousand times. And then Rachel does that awful, awkward phone call. And she's yeah. like, you've done that a thousand times. And Phoebe goes, well, I've never done that. That is really funny. <laughs> that is yeah, funny. that is funny. I've got friends to a lens. Okay. Um, not one of the ones which is like, that's weird, 20 years on. But one of the ones which is like, that thing permeated popular culture. Okay. It's the first ever, how you doing? So... It is the first ever How You Doing, and so much so that I have written a little I by my note on that, because I think we should install a new um, segment on the show, our show. You didn't think about mentioning this before? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm running past you now. <laughs> <laughs> and so at the end, no. of our, <laughs> end of our podcast, are there any iconic lines delivered oh, in this episode oh i like it yeah so at the end we go were there any, any iconic lines and the iconic line here is how are you doing is one iconic line and i think there's another one in this episode as well you and i have always been like that. oh yes yeah, yeah yeah it's another iconic line which we say to each other a lot yes and i said to my partner only yesterday for the first time ever no no no, no. we say it all the time oh but oh, it's just it's I just see. funny to me that when Top i was prepping this last night earlier yeah. in the day oh I'd, i wonder why you'd watch this episode really recently you thinking about the episode and then say it to someone no it happened the other way around mm-hmm. i said it during the day i prepped this yesterday evening mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i know lie i don't lie <laughs> i know a lie yeah and how are you doing i mean in the way they do oh it i'm doing very well thank you. <laughs> in the, i'm doing good baby how are you doing <laughs> um in the way they do it in this episode I mean, they couldn't have possibly thought how much that would catch on. It's actually a quite an organic, incidental little interchange, isn't it, between them? Um, I love it because, of course, it goes on to be used over and over again in Friends. Like, I don't want my f- baby's first words to be, how are you doing? 
Uh, and it's in episodes as well. Do you remember in episodes where Matt LeBlanc plays himself? Right, yeah. With um, Stephen Mangan and um, Tamsin mm-hmm. Grieg. Mm-hmm. He has a celebrity fragrance and the fragrance is called How You Doing? Oh, wow. Yeah. Good one. Brilliant. I mean, I think Matt LeBlanc hates it because people on the street say it to him all the time. Yeah, hates it slash, come on, mate, like, you're you're known the world over for a catchphrase. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 If I ever had watched the spin-off Joey, it probably was in that. Oh, I bet it was in every couple of have you ever watched Joey? No, I haven't. How funny is that? that yeah. We are friends, fans, yeah. and we didn't watch Joey. And also, it's just never... I don't know where you'd find it. How funny. I mean, I did watch the pilot. I watched the first episode. Oh, okay. And? It just felt strange because it's just him and a bunch of randoms, but really good randoms, like Drea DiMatteo, who's in The Sopranos. Like, really good people because, obviously, it's... Joey, you know, they thought this was going to be like Frasier, which was actually almost bigger than Cheers. But Joey is one of the least three-dimensional characters of the six, isn't he? Therein lies the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you going to do Because he's, he's effectively a bit not stupid, but like... Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. you know, academic like Ross. Yeah. He's just all about women and food. That's it. But it kind of you know you can see it made sense because everybody else coupled up and he was kind of a bit of a loose end of the season wasn't he yeah it was like well there he is and it makes sense that he would would move to la because he's an actor and he wants to go and get acting jobs so they had him moving you know to la did he in the you only watched one episode but did they reference any of the other friends like did he i was chatting to monica on the phone yeah uh yeah they do do they did something like um he was talking to his sister he's like look you know back in new york i had these five best friends i did everything with them so if this is going to be really hard for me to like you know make a new fresh start here in la even hearing you say that i think that feels weird i know i always thought the theme tune should be so no one told you you were moving to LA. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. They're not there for you. No. <laughs> um, In a place where the rain doesn't pour. <laughs> oh God! We should really try and prep that a bit better. Uh, yeah. So overall, um, this we're, is the beginning of something, but we're a bit annoyed with Josh. Yeah. And the storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joey is saying, "How are you doing?" to uh phoebe yes what's phoebe up to this one well she's pregnant and she's starting to wear the baggy clothes now. she's basically sitting in a chair oh, for the next like, like four, five or six episodes in a or more flowy 12. flowy top yeah. <laughs> yeah she sits at that little uh foosball table oh yeah for the whole of the next two episodes <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah she's not up to much um but uh kathy and Mm, what should we talk about next? Kathy and Chandler? Or... Yeah, let's talk about Kathy and Chandler. Okay. So, it starts, doesn't it? It's in the, even the cold open. It starts with Chandler going to watch this play. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, my girlfriend. And then, oh, she's getting hot and heavy with uh, this actor on stage. Nick. And he is completely shocked at this. Would you have given a little heads up to your boyfriend? I think so. I also think you probably would have chatted in your day-to-day business about your rehearsals and so on. Yeah. Because Chandler is pretty shocked that this is happening. And Kathy is also, though, I'm an actor. I'm just being professional. Mm. But I think you might give him a heads up. Not that professional, is it? If you didn't even tell him. No. And what kind of play is it? She literally... They literally walk on stage. 
Oh yeah. And he's like, "You done this before? No, I haven't. Put the money on the side. Yeah, bang. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Back, <laughs> quite literally, bang. <laughs> didn't even like. There's no, not even any setup of a plot uh, or anything. No, no, no. no. I looked yeah. up the theatre, and it is a Broadway theatre, which feels quite big. Well, that's interesting because he mentions how much he paid for the ticket. Thirty-two dollars. Yeah, and I was actually going to say. That's insane because Broadway tickets now would be like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And then I thought it must be off Broadway. It, it must, must have been a, a little, tiny little theatre. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's stuck up. Many years, 20 years ago. It is 20 years ago. So then they're talking about, well, couples can get together, uh, that work together and are hot mm. with each other on film. And it's quite funny, the couples they mention, because it's this sort of weird... Uh, Parallel universe. Yeah. <laughs> Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger. No longer together. Oh, yeah, no longer together, but then Alec Baldwin is in Friends later. Oh, yeah. So it's so weird. And Tim Robbins, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. No longer together. And Susan Sarandon is in Friends later. So it's quite strange. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. No longer together. Were they still even together at that point? Feels like they've been broken up forever. Yeah, I think in the 90s they were still together. Wowzers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that sort of doesn't help Chandler, does it? But then Joey says, well, don't... And they do like this joke. So Joey says, mm. well, don't worry. You know, there's this mm. whole chemistry mm. situation. Mm. And to prove mm. that that theory is true, he says, you've seen me in every single play I've ever been in. Have I ever had sexual chemistry? No. <laughs> Which I do think is quite funny. That is very funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chandler, by the way, is wearing the worst waistcoat in the world. Ah! Which is saying something for oh, Chandler. No. It's like a black speckly it's awful it's like box cut oh my god my season four they might have grown out oh, of this. who is dressing this uh this man uh there's a my favorite joke is not in this particular storyline but it is set up here oh all right um and then it's in it's actually connected to rachel so i think it's very funny when chandler is saying you know what's going to happen here is nick it's a bit like nick being the um when uh, is it Joey or Ross is saying to I think it's Chandler saying to Ross about Rachel, this guy at work that you're jealous of, Mark, he's going to become the guy that she sort of confides in, you know, and he's going to push you out. And uh, then Chandler's saying here, oh Nick's going to be like, oh, so he gets his name wrong anyway, doesn't he? I'm doing this really badly, but he says Nick will get the name wrong on purpose. And Joey's like, yeah, yeah, that is a good trick to kind of disrespect oh. and, and devalue the other person and then later on when rachel's talking about v-necks ross goes so what does jason look like in a v-neck so funny. and rachel's like it's joshua and and it's and it's the noise ross makes afterwards when he goes and <laughs> that is my favorite joke. and i think even the name jason is funny because <laughs> yeah, it's like, so, so and so not joshua yeah, jason <laughs> So yeah, that's my. That is joke. really good. Yeah. My favorite joke also have it is also a Ross noise or a Ross movement. This episode where um, they are then talking to Kathy mm. and uh, Chandler oh. rips up the ticket <laughs> yeah. and just throws it and goes, "Ah, oh, so you're sleeping with him?" Throws ticket and Ross just goes and just turns his head and walks away. And, makes <laughs> it. and I just think it's so funny how he does that. <laughs> David Schwimmer's physical comedy is hilarious, and that that is going to come back in the next episode as well now i'm thinking of it so this is three physical ross bits which are super funny it will for me right yeah definitely um so we kind of it's a bit sad isn't it because chandler becomes completely obsessed 
with this theory of Joey's yeah. and takes it to a literal yeah. end and then accuses Kathy. What do you think about the fact that she actually then does? Oh, I just does. don't like any of this. No. I just don't like it. Why? Mm, I don't like... I don't like how quick Chandler was in his paranoia. It makes us not like him. That True. he was so fast. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't like that this breakup has come from nowhere. This relationship was important enough that he was almost going to lose Joey over it. True. That it was such an important relationship. And you really felt like they were up all night talking. Like it was a real breakthrough for Chandler. Like he was... He thought she was the one. Exactly. He thought she was the one. And he was properly in love with her. And then it just end so fast like we don't get to explore it you see kathy a tiny bit going thank you for the sex lesson that monica's given and then it just disappears it, it ends so quickly um and it's unlikable of chandler to be such a mm. douchebag about it and then it just makes it so blurry because then kathy actually does do it so it's like and he's calling her devil woman like are we supposed to not like her at all then when we actually had quite liked her it's nasty how he says, oh, well, think about how you and I started. Oh, yeah. Ouch. And also, we kind of on another we were on a break situation. Unoriginal. We've just been through that. Think of something else. Yeah, that's a that's a strong and compelling, convincing summary. Yeah, I, I thought that was a bit unfair how you're asked to sympathize with Kathy when he says, well, you know, basically he's like, you're a kind of absolute whore. That's how we ended up getting together. So why would I think any more of you and she's very upset about that and then and then they don't even we don't even get a let's go on a break that's not even a conversation and then he goes around there and 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 nicks there so i I sort of like well yeah so she's sort of they've written in that she's done the thing that he was accusing her of anyway so and maybe the ross rachel we were on a break it's it's almost five episodes worth of arc to get there and then two episodes of you know, a whole episode pretty much about them breaking up and stuff. Okay, so Ross Rachel is always going to be more time given to it than Chandler and Kathy. But there's a lot of nuance there that you kind of have to work through. Here, as one of three storylines in one episode, they've broken them up. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I would like to know at what point they knew the London Monica Chandler thing was going to happen. Mm. Because also you've got to... You couldn't have him being like too in love with Kathy mm. because that's got to break up credibly and he's got to be in a place where Monica's not a rebound. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose, and, and we're only, you know, we're what? Like eight, nine episodes or something away from that. So we are halfway through the season. We're over halfway, aren't we? And, mm. and it feels like they've done the first half of the season and now shift change. Here's Joshua. Here's Mr. Walthamstow <laughs> we're to introduce a, Emily. We're on a road, road now, aren't we, to London? Just we're on yeah yeah sort, sort of <laughs> we're, we're at the we're at the departure gate yeah ready do you wish then apart from the credibility issues you've raised do you wish kathy as a character had been in this for longer and yeah. they'd kept that going you do yeah because yeah. i think you really you know the velveteen rabbit and all that stuff like all, how touched we were a few episodes ago about yeah, how she was <laughs> yeah seven times in seven ways um uh how how um yeah, we were really into it, weren't we? Yeah, we were. And and she did fit quite... Um, I mean, I'm not sure what the girls felt thought of her, but um, I think she did fit quite well into the group. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there could have been more stuff, maybe. She fitted well with Joey into the group. Yeah. Joey I liked her. I know. Uh, I did, my runner-up favourite joke was here as well, which is um, when Chandler 
comes out of his bedroom in the morning and he's like, well, she didn't actually say she was sleeping with him. And uh, he said, you know, but Joey said, and he goes, back me up, Ross. And Ross goes, that's all you're basing this on. He goes, that's not backing me up. <laughs> it's funny because like, it's just a theory. There are other theories that didn't pan out. The lone gunman. Uh, <laughs> what is it? You said uh, some stuff that really is... Uh, low government ge- geometry <laughs> is one. Uh, low government, and then what's the other one? Uh, oh, there is a third one. I don't. It's know. very funny. Yeah, <laughs> look it up. <laughs> yeah, go and watch the episode. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, while all this is going on, yeah, Monica is feeling a little bereft. I love this storyline. Oh, do you? Yeah, you said you didn't like it. I don't not like it. Oh, it just I love felt it. Like it was a bit of a means to an end no 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 it's very nice tell me why you like it because it's very authentic to monica she's like oh i've lost a big apartment she's like hang on a minute i want to host and so it's just quite nice that they just she spent two days in the apartment just cleaning all but you just get these little you're like meanwhile she's still going meanwhile (laughs) she's like bringing this massive floor cleaner up you know i just feel so bad because i never do this i never (laughs) vacuum i absolutely love that line so Um, you know she's bringing that up it's just i think it's just like me this this whole episode it's just there are these little moments where you just see her progress that she's still going she's still going yeah and then bam she's changed the apartment up and i love when she's standing there with the cookies with the fan it's so funny you're right actually and she tries to put the fan away like oh no they're just very authentic yeah yeah and this is the source of some very good bloopers this storyline have you seen these no so there's uh, there's one, you know, when Joey's throwing the pancakes. Yeah. Um, there's a couple from there. But the, the more famous one, I think, is when they're sitting around the foosball table. And it is the result of this is the fan with the cookies. But Rachel, I think it's Rachel, goes, what's that smell? And Matt LeBlanc oh, goes, okay, sorry. sorry. And then they just all absolutely wet themselves. It yeah. is very funny yeah. to yeah. watch. Okay. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um. Yeah, so so it's an interesting turn of events, isn't it? Because they're all kind of you. At first, Monica's like, "No, no, you've got the big appointment, uh, appointment apartment. You have to be the people who do the hosting, get that fridge stocked, etc." But really, she she's always the host. Always the hostess. Friends through a lens. Oh yeah, she gets porn for the boys. Yes, yes, Playboy. Oh, it is Playboy, right? Okay. For some reason, I thought she'd hired, a, rented a film, but she's no. She's in. like she gives them a a, a a copy of Playboy, which if you watch very carefully, then when Chandler walks in and goes slut, and he's drunkenly just walking in, Joey and Ross are pouring over the Playboy are magazine they? that they've just taken. Oh, I didn't yeah, notice that. Yeah, yeah. Like but and hide it like we've been caught. Right. Yeah. The reason it was it was an intriguing friends to a lens for me is that it, there's something slightly counterintuitive about this that in a society that's moved 20 years on where so many more things are acceptable and um more normalized now in mainstream culture what's weird about this is that that's become something that you'd be much less likely to say you've done openly yeah and we'll come to this again with the whole strip club thing in the next um and i think even playboy now they've they've turned it more into like an fhm type level it's yeah. not got nudity in it anymore um because it was just so it's just seen as so out of date now to go and buy that kind of magazine like it it's is weird, actually it? much more about the articles <laughs> yeah ironically i wondered whether it was because also you get much like because even when they have the one with the free porn it's all quite soft 
stuff isn't it and we've talked about this before like whenever they've talked about porn it's always been yeah kind of late night yeah. tv type yeah. stuff and i wonder whether that whole genre of porn has kind of disappeared because now uh, you just get that in films and television i, I mean not not that explicitly yeah, but you yeah, get yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. like yeah. you know full-on sex scenes don't you in relatively normal tv got it. and then you've got the so internet porn means actually I think it I full think, on situation. Well, I think it does now. Now, I think in the nineties, you didn't really get any of that stuff on telly, so you had this genre of soft porn, which I think is what they are referring to, really. And so, a Playboy at the time would be probably topless. That's it. No, fairly, probably fairly a bit vanilla. More than that, but it, but I don't think it would be the kind of stuff if you searched no, for that on no, Google now. No. What you would get. So, yeah, it was just interesting to me because I was thinking so many of these things where we've been, you know, like Monica sleeping with a guy on the first night was really, well, now that's totally, you yeah, know, it's really yeah, acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, but it's weirdly, funny. porn, it's like, well, you would, ne- you would never go, oh, I wanted you to spend time in my house, male friend, so yeah. I bought you some porn. Like, you yeah. would never, ever, yeah, ever totally. do that. Yeah, totally. That's a very good weird. point. Yeah. Um, Although you are in my house now, and it's, it's offer, the first thing porn. I offered you. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, I can't move for pornography in this house. All featuring Zoe. It's weird. <laughs> so, your favourite joke was? It's actually Ross's head turn mid-combo. Yes, yes. And mine was Ross with his, what does Jason look like in a v-neck? <laughs> um, well done, Ross. For an episode where you really don't have much to do, yeah. you're fav- both of our favourite <laughs> jokes. Smashing it. Who was your favourite friend? Uh, my favourite friend is Monica. Me too. She's just so cute with her hostessing. Do you know what? Monica is really getting a lot of our votes for favourite friend yeah, now. Yeah, she is. And in the early seasons, did not hardly true, ever. True, true, true. Well, well. She works so hard in this episode, well, doesn't she? Well, I'm Coxie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Courtney Coxie. <laughs> um, I quite like it as well when she's like, what do you think of the floor? And Joy's like, I don't know, it looks the same. She goes, oh, yeah. you used to have carpet. It's, so, it's the kind of thing I'd do. I'd be like, looks the same <laughs> and she's like i've spent two days yeah ripping yeah, yeah. the car like what a job ripping oh. the carpet up ringing ripping up probably the laminate underlay or whatever and then buffering it all my god good lord and he goes didn't even notice yeah 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 funny yeah and um, so i think you you said very astutely earlier on we you'll have of, to be more specific <laughs> there's a bit of a gear change in this episode isn't there yeah i don't think i'd quite reflected on before we literally did we finish off the first half of the season with episode <coughs> 12 and then we really do start the the road yep. to london yep. here with mr waltham yeah um, get rid of kathy here comes emily and joshua yeah 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 good which means well next time you wouldn't know it because it's called the one with joey's dirty day um oh yeah but actually we get introduced to a very significant character and the Joshua saga. Charlton Heston. <laughs> and the jo- yeah, yeah, and the Joshua saga continues, yes. even though it's hidden because the title refers to something else entirely. Yeah, and it's not the dirty Playboy they were just reading. <laughs> the one with the dirty Mister Walsham. <laughs> no. So join us for that discussion about the one with Joey's dirty day uh, next time. And in between, then now you can find us on Twitter at Friends from A to Z. We have a Facebook page if you uh, want to like that and then you'll find out when the new episode goes live, usually on a Sunday, if we can, every week. Um, if we can. If we can. And you are uh, welcomed to subscribe or rate the podcast. <laughs> You're absolutely welcomed. <laughs> Wherever you listen. Uh, that'd be lovely. And if you do subscribe, you get a little push notification Bing. when the next one comes out so you will never miss another episode. No. And don't miss next times. Do join us then. Hopefully it won't be 
Zoe's dirty day. <laughs> That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession and you share our obsession too.